0: We'll show you what we can do with a load of balls and a snooker cue. Pot the red, then screw back for the yellow, green, brown, blue, pink, and black. Snooker, loopy, nuts are we. We're all snooker, loopy, bum,
1: It's the brand new episode of the Snooker Loopy podcast. It's 2024. My name is Tom Mayhew, and as always, I'm here with the wonderful. The Beckham of the Bays, it's
0: Johannard. Good evening, Hazel. Happy New Year, Hazel. All of that, Hazel. How are you doing, Tom? All of that, Hazel. Is this some sort of
1: I like how you've you, you started with evening, Hazel, and you just you're slowly extending it until eventually you'll just be going, Don't forget me, Hazel
0: <laughs> Yes that's a great pot, Hazel.
1: <laughs> I'm alright, mate, I'm alright. I'm very Excited for the Masters. I enjoyed all the snooker we had over Christmas, which is a a nice novelty. So let's just sort of jump straight into it, because this is a preview for the Masters. But before that, Joe, we had a little festive
0: treat, didn't we? We did. I mean, you know, it wasn't Halloween, so I can't say it was uh, any trick shots or treat. But, you know, I've been working on that one for for two weeks. That was brilliant, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) It was, mate. That's made my new year, that has. <laughs> well, I, I, I feel sorry for you then, Tom. If that's the highlight of your 2024, yeah, so it's far. been a
1: rough start. It's been a rough start. <laughs>
0: um, but no, I enjoyed the the, the snooker. Was I, I mean, I've got a few things to say about it in terms of what I think they they could have done to make it even better. But um, I thought it was the production value was good. Obviously, we had John Virgo on the comms, which uh, always helps out and uh, there was just some funny moments where they they got it wrong which Which player was going through, and, you know, I mean, I was certainly shouting at the TV about that. It was very weird.
1: We're, of course, talking about the Mr. Vegas Snooker Legends 900, which was on Channel 5, and did very well.
0: I saw the ratings, it got about 1.8 million views. Well, that's probably the the, the highest viewed show on Channel 5 in 2023. I I imagine so, yeah. I've I've not looked
1: it up, but it's probably (laughs) up there, so... You know, either that or some sort of repeat of Neighbours, but there we go. Yes. But it did really well, and of course we had all the Legends playing, but they did have, as you said, Mm. a couple of mishaps, like when they thought Joe Johnson hadn't got the highest break, and then you had Rob Walker saying to him, ah, commiserations, Joe, and he was like, no, I've got through.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was a bit weird, um, things like that, but obviously uh, our connection to the snooker world and uh, only... A few weeks ago did we unearth Joe Johnson's everlasting love and what did he walk out to? everlasting love yes we don't know and i think this is the biggest compliment to joe johnson's singing actually is that we don't know whether it was his version of everlasting love that was playing um or the original version so but that all started with them saying that that crafty ken was the best snooker singer or something like that and uh
1: yeah where's this come from
0: no idea no idea.
1: Do you think Ken was belting out the tunes at Christmas Karaoke at the World Snooker pie?
0: Well, I, I mean, I, I did think that, but then he was interviewed a little later on and um, he'd said he, he was quite unwell, actually, so oh, I don't, well, maybe that was why.
1: When he's unwell, he's a great singer. Normally dreadful, but when he's got, you know, a dicky tummy, then suddenly he's like Pavarotti.
0: Yeah, because he needs to get through the song before <laughs> other things happen.
1: He does it his way, mate. He does it his way.
0: Oh, I love it. Love <laughs> it. They did ask him at one point what would be his Christmas karaoke song.
1: Oh, And what
0: do you think his Christmas karaoke song would be? I mean, surely the Pogues, right? Yeah, no, you got it in one. Well really? done. Well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's he singing it yeah, with? I can just imagine him... At- Hazel, definitely. <laughs>
1: Oh, why? Every time we do a podcast, there's a new thing we mention I like, go, why hasn't that happened? Why can't we download that? Why is, uh, why is that not already a music video? Ken and Hazel dancing mm. around the snooker table.
0: And then Dennis comes in, bumps off Ken and <laughs> sings himself.
1: This would be like a comic relief song.
0: This would probably be the, the sequel to our zombie film.
1: It would be. And... Joe, just for the the listeners at home, I believe I don't know how you've done this, but I believe you've got some sort of small preview of Dennis Fairy "Fairytale of New York" that you've managed to acquire. <laughs> so, shall yeah, we?
0: So I, it, shall we play that in now? Unfortunately, uh, the the tape uh, the tape that I got, um, you'll remember this with tapes, Tom. That it's all chewed up inside the uh, inside the player, so. It's lost forever.
1: Oh no, but I'm quite sure. I'm quite sure because you'll remember this with streaming. Is that what you and your TikTok friends do? But you'll remember this, Joe. That
0: me and my TikTok friends that that
1: we managed to get it from the tape, and we managed to get a pristine digital recording. And it's a a little a cappella segment where Dennis sings the entirety of Fairy Tale of New York. And so let's
0: take it away, Tom.
1: Maybe next Christmas. Maybe next Christmas. We'll we'll give jo, we'll give Joe eleven months to to work on finding that recording. As we introduce, first of all, a man who lifted the title back in nineteen ninety seven. Twice he's won in Malta. Twice he's won the Welsh Open. And the most important statistic of all, he says he's the greatest singer. Ever to pick up a queue. it is of course the darling of Dublin, Ken Doherty. Well, it's been about a year, Joe, since our, our first episode, where it was probably around then we we had a right laugh about Bingham's hot tubs for the very first time. Because of course we are now coming up to the new edition of the Masters and another Triple Crown tournament. That is Mister Q. It's going to be the Mister Q Masters, so Mister Q gets about.
0: Oh, really? Wow! There you go. Are you looking forward to it? Well, it it should be a, a good tournament. It always is. Um, and I think it's a little bit like the champion of champions. It's the 16 best players in the world. Obviously, last year they had the little irregularity where there were two players suspended, so they had to sort of use top-ups last year. But But this year, it is the top 16 that are turning up. There's lots of people that are in great form this season you know the likes of judd trump mark allen is still doing all right dings had a decent season obviously world champion luca brussell is there as a world champion for the first time so i think it's going to be very very interesting and obviously it's a one table setup from the get-go and obviously any any match could be quite feasibly the final you would suggest. So it's exciting for that reason. You don't get any of these sort of Mickey Mouse match-ups.
1: No, you don't. But I do think it's an interesting tournament because, as you said, there's a number of players in form, but there's also a number of players in pretty poor form. Like, Luca Brasel wasn't in the top 32 on the season list at the moment. Neil Robertson...
0: Well, same with Jack Lasowski. Interestingly, they're playing each other.
1: So. They'd be delighted with that draw. You'd have to go, oh, thank God, like, I'm playing someone else who... I mean, it's, it's kind of really opened up that end of the draw, which we'll we'll talk about in a, a sec, Shall we jump into it? Should we jump into our predictions?
0: Let's go. Let's go.
1: All right. Well, this is a thing me and Joe do for all the triple crowns on the podcast. We go to eventprediction.com and you can basically click there and you predict who you think is going to win each round all the way up to the final. Joe famously did very poorly in the UK Championship predictor.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Judd Trump versus Kyron. First match, defending champion Judd Trump against Kyron. They've had a, a decent number of battles over the years. Feels like Kyron raises his game when he plays Judd.
0: Yes, I don't think they like each other particularly. I think Kyron's had quite a bit to say about Judd Trump in the past, so it's one of those, a little bit like when Sean Murphy plays Ronnie. Mm. You know, it it gets a bit heated. Your head would probably say Judd Trump uh, on the form that he's had this season. Obviously, he won 18 matches in a row. However, I still maintain in that run, there was a lot of deciders in there. It could have quite easily been a very poor season for Judd Trump had he lost some of those deciders. You know, it, it obviously, he has won three tournaments. You've got to put that into perspective, but... He could quite easily have been going out in the last 32 of every tournament, a bit like Neil Robertson, and it could have been a completely different season. Kyron Wilson, by his usual standards, I think is having a a bit of a rocky season as well. I think he's done all right in the the little Championship League event, which is a little bit of a sighter, and I imagine Kyron Wilson's probably been working hard over Christmas. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can say the same about Judd. I don't know.
1: I imagine Judd has probably just got back from Ibiza with Jack Kazowski, Jack Grealish, <laughs> and um, Jackie Chan. <laughs> I don't know why they're all called Jacks, but they all seem to hang out.
0: So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a shock on the opening day because I do think uh as you say, lifts his game against Judd, and it, it's a sort of event that well, Judd's the favourite probably going into it, so. There's that pressure on him. I don't think he handles pressure very well. So, yeah, I'm going to go Kyron there. Do
1: you know what? I think I'm going to go Kyron as well, because, as you say, Judd's the informed player, but I think there's something about being a defending champion. It's it's so rare that players actually, you know, defend the championship or win it sort of...
0: Unless you're Gary Wilson.
1: Unless you're Gary Wilson, yes, I'm mean... For some reason, Gary Wilson managed to do that in the Scottish Open. Um, <laughs> of course, Ronnie's defended the world title before. Paul Hunter he did very well at the Masters over a four-year period. Yeah, it feels rare. It's very rare, isn't it, for triple crown event?
0: It's very rare, very very rare. I know Judd Trump won three Northern Ireland Opens in a row. Or when something. they all against Ronnie, silly like fine. that. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: weird. You get weird quirks I don't fancy him to defend this So I, I think Kyron will be uh, match-sharp So I'm going to go for him Next match, Mark Williams against Ali Carter The way the seedings work It always makes you go Oh well, that person who's the highest seed They should be the favourite And you always lean towards them Especially with Mark Williams being the highest seed He's had a good season so far He's very high on the one-year list
0: Yeah, I think Mark, Mark Williams is due a big tournament win at some point Ali Carter has done incredibly well to get back into the top sixteen. Uh, I think he won the. It was the German Masters last year, which, funnily enough, has been a tournament that has rejuvenated quite a lot of players, including Mark Williams, Ronnie O'Sullivan,
1: Anthony Hamilton. Didn't he win it? Uh,
0: yeah, he won it as well, but he he's not gone on to win anything else really,
1: apart from our hearts, Joe.
0: He's probably not won another match. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: Oh, don't be dissing the Sheriff of Pottenham.
0: Poor Sheriff, yeah, poor Sheriff.
1: He'll be rounding you up and putting you in jail.
0: <laughs> we'll steal from the rich and give to the poor. <laughs> but I've got ai th- I can't look past Mark Williams. I don't know about you, but... I think it would be a big shock if Mark Williams went out in round one.
1: I'm going to go Willow as well. I mean, because he was so good at the UK Championship, I really thought if he got past Ding, I think he could have got to the final and giving Ronnie a real run for his money. He was playing fantastic snooker, so yeah, I'm going to go.
0: And it was the same a couple of years ago when he was playing Robertson in in the Masters and had that crazy semi-final match. He obviously played Judd in the final last year, I think. Yeah. So I I honestly think he's due a big tournament win. I think he's very under-looked, is Mark Williams. I think he's... Just as good as what Ronnie has been, really, over the last few years. I think you can argue maybe that John Higgins' level has dropped, but Mark Williams is as good as ever. I think. I think just needs to get over the line in one.
1: Next match, Mark Selby against Robert Milkins. Now, on paper, it's really hard to go against Selby here, isn't it?
0: Yes, yeah, so, I think. I think Robert Milkins could beat Selby, but I just think. Robert Milkins might take a couple of frames to, to get settled, and if Mark Selby's already 2-0 up, he's going to be very difficult to stop, in my opinion. I think it could be one of those that, that that's a banana skin, but, I, again, I can't look past Selby. This is going to be the most boring predictions video ever <laughs> because we're just going to go for the favourites, so unless you're going to back the angry... No, he's not the angry farmer. That's, that's a different... Uh, Different guy. The angry milkman. The angry milkman, yes. His
1: milk's gone off. He's not happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Do you know what? It's gone sour.
1: Just to make it interesting. And because I'd like to see him win at the Masters. I don't think he's ever won a match at the Masters. I was looking at it up the other day and he's only qualified twice in his career. I, I really like the story of his late resurgence in his career. So I'm going yeah. to back the milkman. You know, it's, it's against the odds but Sport does throw that up occasionally.
0: Yeah, no, I'd love to see Robert Milkins do well, but um, I think the sensible choice is Mark Selby.
1: Well, sensible, you know,
0: it is sensible predictions. Next up, we've got Mark Allen and uh, John Higgins. And as much as you'd love to see John Higgins do well here, again, it's one of those where I, I don't know if I can see it happen. Although, having said that, John Higgins tends to play well at the start of a tournament. I mean, he hasn't got to the final of the Masters since 2006, I think. It's not a good tournament for him. But I've sort of talked myself into John Higgins winning this one. I don't know why. Winning tournament? No, no, no. The, the, the oh. match against Mark Allen. You, well, <laughs> I, well, I haven't got... done the rest of the predictions yet.
1: I thought you'd gone from going, I think he'll be out with the first round to, actually, he's going to win the tournament. Just, I mean, I'm going to go Mark Allen because I think that's the sensible choice.
0: It is. But then Mark Allen can be absolutely awful sometimes as well. It could be a bit of a scrappy match, that. It's either going to be centuries every frame or one of the worst matches of the tournament, I think.
1: <laughs> I wish the pundits talked more like this on BBC. <laughs> <laughs> just Steve yeah. Davis going, see if we're going to be brilliant or it'll be absolutely crap. <laughs> yeah. Let's throw it over to Dennis. Dennis, enjoy. And just him going, even Hazel, even Steve. <laughs> well, the next match is incredible, really, because it's a repeat of the UK Championship final, like Ronnie against Ding.
0: Well, this actually happened in 2008. Ronnie had won the, the UK Championship against Stephen Maguire in the final. And then then they played each other in the first round of the Masters. Oh,
1: and on that okay. occasion,
0: Ronnie won the UK Championship, but Stephen Maguire won 6-5 in the, in the first round of the Masters. I think it was 2008. I, I, I might be getting my dates slightly wrong. I think Ronnie will surely be up for this. Uh, you know, he's, he's possibly got... Th- this is possibly his last ever chance to win all three Triple Crowns in one year. So I think he'll be he'll be up for it, and I think Ding's a good draw for Ronnie. I really do. I think a lot a lot of players would have fancied their chances against Ronnie, but Ding usually, certainly in in a, in front of a big crowd in London, doesn't usually play his best against him
1: ronnie's got a very good record against ding hasn't he i think over the years Uh, ding has won occasionally but the odds have to be in ronnie's favor especially looking at how he played at the uk championship i'm gonna go with you i'm gonna back ronnie as well and that inevitably means he'll probably crash out in the first round
0: and we'll both do awful (laughs) and ding will win the tournament
1: yeah it can happen i'm insane that I've just gone. Ding has got an incredible record at the Masters.
0: I don't know if he. I don't, don't know if he's won it more than once.
1: Oh no, he's only won it once. Okay, fair enough. I'm, I must be thinking of um, the UK Championship. That's what I'm thinking of.
0: Yeah, he did get to the final in 2007.
1: There we go. I edit that a bit out so I don't look silly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you'll have to edit more than that out. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the, the two-minute-long <laughs> Snooker Loopy podcast. <laughs> Uh, Next up, we have got the Thunder from Down Under, who's a bit more of a bright, breezy day at the moment than a thunderstorm, isn't he? Mm. Um, And he's playing the hawk Barry Hawkins, who, who has returned to form this season. And if it weren't for a couple of pesky players, he could have been very easily three or four tournaments won this year and has a very good triple crown record. But how much longer can Neil Robertson be out of form? There's so many examples of players finding their form
1: for the big events, Mm. especially after Robertson's had a few weeks off over Christmas. He's been back home. He might be sort of rejuvenated. He might be up for it. Hawkins is a good... Oh, is it... I think, you know, genuinely, I think this match and the next two are incredibly hard to pick and... I wouldn't want to put a penny betting on any of them. I think they're really, really tough.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Barry Hawkins because I've not seen any evidence of Neil Robertson turning his form around, and I think Barry Hawkins is just too consistent a player. I think had it, had Neil been playing pretty much anybody else in the draw, I think I might have went for him, but Barry Hawkins is so consistent. I, I don't think you'll have an off day so
1: yeah i'm gonna go barry as well i'm gonna go barry as well i'm I'm aware i've probably done the same choice as you for a few of these but it will get more exciting when we get to the semi-finals and stuff i presume (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know as you said hawkins is in really good form i think neil would have to play very well to beat him never mind turning his form around he'd have to you know, be at a high level to beat him, so I'm gonna go gonna go for the Hawk for that one. Next match is Sean Murphy against Zhang Ander. Now Zhang's making his debut at the Masters, the only debutant this year. He's had a very good season. He's you know, won his first ranking title, he's rose into the top sixteen against Sean Murphy who made the maximum at the shootout and is always gonna be a player to, to reckon with at triple Crown events. I fancy Zhang for this one. Do you? Yeah, I just think he might get a bit of sort of debutant luck. Do you know what I mean? I feel like when players are playing in the first time, he might get a bit of that. Just... But he,
0: he's the only debutant this year, isn't he? So, um there is that, and sometimes we see debutants go all the way to the the semi-final or the final. Um,
1: well, y- Yang Bingtao.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think well, Ding was on debut, I think, when he when he got the final against mm-hmm. Ronnie. Uh, Mark Selby was on debut when he beat Stephen Lee in the final, two thousand eight. So it's very tough, and and we know for a fact, Sean Murphy will be commentating on the afternoon of his match. We just know that that will be a thing, and I, I honestly, I want to hear the end of this debate. I really do want to hear the end of this debate, so I have to back Sean Murphy. I have to because if he loses again, people are just going to constantly go on about it. Yeah, I've
1: already, I've already got the video prepared, mate. It's already going to be on the way. <laughs> Him contemplating yeah. on himself getting knocked out,
0: <laughs> and that will be a very, very sad Sean Murphy. <laughs> Who's lost again? <laughs> so that yeah. takes us to our last match. Um okay. I'm going with Sean Murphy for that. Um mm. <laughs> But uh I think two players that will absolutely want to prove a point um are Luca Bressel and Jack Lazowski. Mm-hmm. I think Luca Brassel has had an awful season, really, other than the Shanghai Masters, where he played very, very well. Um, he'll be looking... And, and And he had a good run, I think, in the Masters, either last year or the year before. So it's a tournament he's done well in uh, in the past. So I wouldn't be surprised if Bracel is on it. Jack Lazowski, on the other hand, he's on the verge of dropping out the top 16. Um I think there's been a couple of tournaments this season where he's been the only top 16 player left and hasn't gone on to win it. Um, and it would probably be the most Jack Lazowski thing to go and win this tournament. <laughs> to, to win a big one as his first.
1: I mean, as, as long as he doesn't play his good mate Judd in the final because, well, God, yeah. I've, I've seen Judd beat him in one too many finals.
0: Yeah, um, I think this will be... Well, there will not be much safety play. It will be a very exciting (laughs) match, I think. Um, But out of the two most inconsistent players on the circuit, I think, I think you should answer first. (laughs) (laughs) Well...
1: I'm gonna go for. Lizowski. I'm gonna go for Lizowski.
0: I've gone Lizowski, Yeah.
1: Even though it feels mad betting against the current world champion. But,
0: but it, it, you know, it's it, it's he's not your normal world champion, is he, Luca Brasiel? Um, you know, it, I. I'm not saying it was a fluke that he won it, but a, a lot of things aligned for him to win it this year. And, you know, without hard work and a massive improvement in his game, I'd, he's probably not going to get close to winning that bigger tournament again. Um, so, and Lazare, well, I, I don't know. I mean, but it, it could it could be quite easily the worst match of the draw, to be honest. <laughs> they could both be absolutely awful, but I fancy them both to G each other up a little bit. And I think Jack Lazowski will just about shade it, I think, because I don't imagine Bricell has done anything over the Christmas. <laughs> I don't imagine Jack Lazowski has, but <sighs> yeah, it's an interesting one.
1: They might just both turn up and they forgot their cue
0: or wear brown trousers and get dr frame
1: <laughs> but it does because that's 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 big that, that bottom half of the draw one of sean murphy Zhang Ander, luca brussell or jack lasowski is guaranteed to
0: be in the semi-final and you'd you'd look at those four and you say sean murphy should get to the semi-final mm. really with his experience you know
1: quarterfinal who do you fancy to, to go through for you
0: So I'm thinking um, Mark Williams will beat Kyron Wilson. I think Mark Selby will beat John Higgins. Ronnie will beat Barry Hawkins. And... Lizowski will beat Murphy.
1: Well, I'm going to go Mark Williams to beat Wilson as well. I think Robert Milkins for me. I think he'll beat Mark Allen. I don't know why. I've just convinced myself on this (laughs) podcast that the Milkman's going to have a great run, and it might be the stupidest thing ever. It possibly
0: will happen. It really, you know, usually you get one odd semi finalist (laughs) in there.
1: What are you saying about Rob Milkins there? That he's odd?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) I'm saying I wouldn't be buying his milk.
1: But yeah, I think it'll be Mark Williams against Rob Milkins and Ronnie O'Sullivan against Jack Lisowski. I fancy I fancy Jack to to go on a bit of a run here and silence a few of the haters.
0: Hmm. So to the semi-finals, I've got Williams versus Selby or Sullivan versus Lisowski.
1: I've got Williams versus Milkins. O'Sullivan versus Lisowski.
0: I'm gonna go, Mark Williams. As I say, he's due. He's due a big tournament win.
1: I'm in my head going, well, if I want to beat Joe in the prediction contest, I have to back Milkins now. And I don't know why I've put myself in this corner.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think Ronnie will beat Lazowski. I think Jack will um, falter. Um,
1: I'm gonna go. No, I'm gonna go for a Williams-Ronnie final as well
0: there you go there you go i mean you know uh, we could have just done it ourselves couldn't we uh (laughs) i mean looking at a final over the best of 19 now there's this weird record with the class of 92 that ronnie has an excellent record against mark williams williams has an excellent record against higgins and higgins has an excellent record against o'sullivan um I mean, it would be an incredible final for the sport. It really would. You know, we've just had that with the darts as well. Um, You know, a very, you know, publicised final. And I think this would be equally as publicised. Two players from 32 years ago playing in the final. And I actually can't think of any Triple Crown finals that these two have played in each other in yeah no he, he he hasn't played ronnie in a triple crown final he's played john higgins in a in three
1: not only that joe he's barely played ronnie in a final by the look of it the, the last ranking final they played against each other was the china open in 2000
0: yeah unless it, there was non ranking finals in their premier league he played 2005 but it's that's, not uh that's not the an angel is isn't it um oh, I really yeah. want to see this as wow. the final now. I I've just got a funny feeling that Mark Williams would would come out on top and spoil Ronnie's triple crown in a single season.
1: I'm going to go for Ronnie because I want Joe to be punished for once again betraying his idol.
0: Betraying Ronnie. Yeah, I, I honestly if that happens I think that'll be one of the most viewed snooker matches that isn't a world championship.
1: Well, there we go, Joe. People can let us know below whether they think we're absolutely bonkers for both backing Mark Williams to beat Ronnie in a final.
0: No, you, you've you backed uh, Ronnie to beat Mark Williams in a oh, final. I'm sorry, I
1: backed Ronnie to beat... Exactly, yeah. It's all the... Uh, <laughs> I've, I've drunk some of Rob
0: Milkins' milk. It's gone to my head. <laughs> oh, it's, it's gone sour. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the new World Snooker website, by the way? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Have you seen the rankings? Uh, Ronnie is black. Uh, Judd is pink. Mark Allen is blue.
1: They've got their own colours for the rankings.
0: Luca Brasel is brown. Mark Selby is green. Sean Murphy is yellow. And everybody else is red.
1: (laughs) Wait, so who's the white ball?
0: Yeah, who's the white ball exactly?
1: Yeah, the top. I mean, that's just weird, isn't it? (laughs) And how old is that picture of Ronnie? He's clearly not done a photo shoot for them in a few years, has he?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, player's average shot time. Julian Leclerc is top of that one. Stephen Hendry's number 11 on that one. (laughs) He's back in the top 16. Where
1: he belongs.
0: I mean, look at this for a top a, a top sixteen: Leclerc, O'Sullivan, Sullivan, uh, Tapchaya, Jackson, Page, Mark Fu, Dean Young, Gary Wilson, Mark Williams, Jack Laszewski, Mohammed Asif, uh, <laughs> Stephen Hendry, Hamad Mia, Michael White, Luca Brussel, <laughs> Ben Mertens, and Robert Milkins. Do you think Mohammed Asif has just fought? I
1: want to get on the top 10 of a list. <laughs> like, I'm going to play as quickly as I can. I want to be on the top 10 of this list.
0: It would explain some of his results.
1: <laughs> what a strange name to see pop up there.
0: This is an interesting one. Centuries count. Okay. Mm. So Judd Trump is top of the table mm-hmm. with 53. Then Kyron Wilson on 30 is second. Somebody is in third, also on 30, they're not a top 16 player, and they've never run won a Rankin event. Who is it? Uh, Tom Ford Escort? No, that was a good guess, though. Tom Ford is number 22 on the list. I mean, but it's the be... right sort of
1: Who just missed out Point. on the Someone like a McGill, Anthony McGill?
0: No. I'll give you one more guess. Um... They are Asian.
1: Ooh, okay. Mm, I've got two names, it's either Tepchaya or Yulong, and I need to pick one. Let's go Tepchai.
0: Oh, you should have went Yulong. Ah, oh, no, it was, uh, Zhao Yulong. Yeah.
1: Let us know below who you think is going to win, and feel free to um, feel free to do the predictions thing yourself, and then let us know how much you score after the tournament, and we can have a little snooker loopy podcast league in our own heads. That'd be fun if people want to do that. <laughs> oh, one final thing, Joe. We should have you watched any of the championship league
0: this year. I I can't say I have. Um I well, I watched one for one minute of a frame <laughs> with uh That's the kind Bingham, of commitment I like to see. Bingham and Nopon, but there was no commentary, there was no sound. It was really quite dreadful.
1: <laughs> you just wanted to see 1 minute of Bingham just to get you through the day, didn't you?
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: But Bingham won the first winners' he group. He did, yeah.
0: Yeah, well done.
1: He posted a lovely thing on Instagram saying winner winner chicken dinner with a picture of his head superimposed onto a roast chicken.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, I feel like that might. Well, if he was in the Masters, that could be our thumbnail, but um, he's not there this year.
1: <laughs> we'll save that thumbnail for when he next wins a title, shall we?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: When he wins the World Championship again next year or this year. <laughs> Yeah, he should say, you know, Mark Williams did his whole "I'll strip naked if I win." He should go. Oh God! If I win, I would dress up as a roast chicken.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good old Stu. He seems to have ditched the um, the Dennis glasses.
1: Yeah, I don't know what I don't know whether he's had. I mean, he might have had surgery, eye surgery or something. I don't know. But he, he's ditched them and seems to be playing well without them again. So I don't know whether yeah. it was. Um... Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Stuart, if you're listening, you're not. But you know, you've you've saved Joe. He was about to draw glasses onto the snooker ultimate team card that is behind him, but he doesn't have to anymore. So, <laughs> but yeah, we'll wrap it up there. Thank you guys for listening. As always, I hope you had a good New Year. Oh, I always feel every time we do these predictions, Joe, at the end, I'm like, why did we do them? Because it's just a record of how little we know about snooker.
0: <laughs> well, I would, um, I would. Has a guess to say there's lots of other snooker podcasts out there that uh, don't know anything about snooker, so we're we're doing we're doing better than them. How many of them <laughs> know that Stephen Hall with snooker nickname is the Lincolnshire sausage?
1: That's very true. That's very true.
0: We nearly yep. got through a podcast without saying the word sausage. <laughs> nearly.
1: <laughs> oh, was that your New Year's resolution that you've just failed? No.
0: No, wasn't mine I'm <laughs> proud Proud of the sausage Proud of the sausage We're hoping
1: I mean, I don't know whether we should say it on air It might jinx it, but we're hoping to get a chat With Mr Hallworth at some point this year, aren't we? John? Yes,
0: yeah No, it'd be, good. it'd be good To find out where on earth that comes from If indeed he knows He'll probably go, oh, I thought it was you guys <laughs> <laughs>
1: But yeah, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you very soon. Please do like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. And yeah, enjoy the Masters.